This week, opponents of the Atlantic Coast and Mountain Valley pipelines took their fight to Richmond, beginning with the Water is Life rally on Saturday, which saw nearly 1,000 people from every corner of the state. And now with the threat of a 42-inch natural gas transmission pipeline plowing through the watershed of Bent Mountain, my respect for the power of healthy water has deepened. This 42-inch behemoth that twists its way across the steep slopes of Bent Mountain would cross many waterways, farms, and homes. And I say would because there is no way that it will. It was the first time that so many pipeline opponents fighting both projects came together in one place. And why now? Because this week, the State Water Control Board will be making what could be the most crucial permitting decisions for these pipelines, the State 401 Water Certifications. Ernie Reed, we are in Richmond at the State Water Control Board hearings for the Mountain Valley Pipeline. It was a long two days, first of comments from directly affected landowners, physicians, soil scientists, hydrologists, and former employees of the DEQ. Just given the variety and the diversity and the uh, weight and the content of all their comments, it seems pretty clear that uh, uh, no one sitting on the State Water Control Board in their right mind could say this is a good thing that should go forward. And then on the second day, questions and deliberations, and the final vote from the State Water Control Board. David Walker of Giles County in southwest Virginia spoke to us before the meetings about his expectation for the outcome of the vote. Well, I have a certain amount of trepidation over the whole process. I think the rig's been in since day one. And if you see the way they conduct these meetings and stuff, you'd realize that they really try their best within the limits of what they work with to try and quash any dissent to their project. The thing that bothered me the most about the DEQ was at the very beginning of this when they were going to be weighing in on it, they wanted to defer everything over to the Army Corps engineers for the safety and that's not their job, is to just shovel the buck. So I had problems with that because it takes all safety uh, for our waterways and stuff out of the hands of the state and puts it in with the Army Corps engineers. And they don't exactly have a stellar history of being able to do stuff responsibly. In the end, one member of the board requested a change to the DEQ's original recommendation, which ultimately was approved by a five to two vote but resulted in confusion and frustration amongst many in attendance. It's important to note that the obvious confusion and the concern that was shown in making this last minute revision amendment showed that board members were really concerned about the possible impacts to water body crossing. And that's what we've been saying all along is you cannot bypass your responsibility to protect those areas also. Uh, they expressed their concern that they would be given away their right to do that. And they have at least attempted to reserve that right. Um, that's an important admission on their part that they knew they were not protecting everything and uh, an attempt 
to, to try to look ahead and, and do something about that. We don't know how that's going to work. We have stayed and delayed this pipeline. We will stand strong. Yeah. We will stand in solidarity. Yeah. We will defeat these pipelines. Pipeline fighters will be back in Richmond to do it all again next week on December 11th and 12th as the Water Control Board prepares to vote on the same permit for the Atlantic Coast Pipeline. Tune into End of the Line next Friday at 11 a.m. here on WRIR to catch full coverage of the outcome of this week's meetings. For Open Source RVA, I'm Whitney Whiting.